When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Resting Bitch Face. It's a very special episode today. I have Justine from Did I Make That Up? She's basically like my weekly co-host now. We're going back and forth on each other's podcasts every week, which is so fun. Hi, Justine. Hi. Thanks for having me on for this. Absolutely. You look beautiful. We're doing videos. So like we both (laughs) brushed our hair and put makeup on. I know I texted you. I'm like, are we still doing video? You're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, crap. I got to put some makeup on. I was so happy that you messaged me that because I was doing a little bit of research for this show and it was like 1230 and we were recording at one and I'm like, Oh, thank God you said that to me because I totally forgot that I wanted to do video. So here we are. We're beautiful. Look at us. And Hell so yeah. modest also. Very modest. <laughs> um, today we're talking about the bombshell court appearance that Britney Spears made. I guess it was a video appearance. So they recorded the audio. I'm a little bit surprised that they were able to release the audio, but I guess it's a public, I don't know how the public um, knowledge stuff works sometimes and it doesn't sometimes. Some court cases will be sealed and some will be public. So somehow the audio was leaked and it was just full of bombshells and it was heartbreaking. What was your overall? I, okay. So here's, here's my question. What did you think about the conservatorship before you heard Brittany talk about it? Um, well, I remember years ago, the documentary that MTV put out, um, Brittany for the record. And that that was like the only time before, you know, the, the documentary and everything a couple months ago before any of this stuff came out, that was the only time she had ever really like spoken about it. And I wasn't really too knowledgeable about it. I didn't didn't really like look into it or think about it too hard, you know? Um, And then it wasn't until after like the documentary about her came out. And then of course this, like now I'm starting to realize, and I think a lot of other people as well, like how bad things actually are for her. Right. I kind of feel the same way. I am. I, my thought process in general beforehand was conservatorships exist for a reason and most likely it's in her best interest. And in watching all of the the uh, Instagram videos and everything of her and seeing how manic she seemed and how fast she was talking and just spinning around and wearing cat suits and like, it, it just seemed like, okay, this is a mentally ill person And so the conservatorship is probably in her best interest, although I'm sure there's some kind of something that's gone wrong on the inside of it. So that was my general idea. Now, I was listening to Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop the other day, and she was talking about how there was a video recently, and 
in the background, the it was windy wherever she was, but the way that the wind was moving wasn't normal. It was almost seemed like the video was sped up and that maybe her voice pitch was raised a little too. So there's been a lot of talk about people, whoever is running her Instagram is trying to make her look crazy, trying to make her look strange. And that was just such a crazy thought to me. What did you think about that? Do you think that there's truth to that? Yeah, for sure. I saw a couple um, TikToks of people saying that about the video thing and stuff too, that they're trying to make her seem. And after hearing the way she was talking in the the court audio, her vo- her voice is different. Her voice is deeper. It's, yep. it's not, hi guys, I'm Brittany and I'm totally fine. She, she yeah. wasn't like that at all. So yeah, so exactly. yeah I totally think that they're trying to make her seem, um, you know, lo- loony. And, um, yeah. and you know, one, th- one other thing is that people always criticize like her hair and her makeup and they're like, oh, she's got like all the money in the world. Mm-hmm. Why does she look so like crazy all the time, you know? Right. And, you know, she addresses that as well in the, um, in the court thing. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think um, that was pretty interesting to look into as well. I have been a diehard Britney Spears fan since day one. Like I still, I remember having a VHS tape of her first concert that was televised in Hawaii I can remember the outfits that she was wearing. I remember seeing her on Star Surge. Like, I've been a Britney fan forever. But in the past decade, I've just kind of thought, well, she maybe should should just retire because she just doesn't have it anymore. She's not into it anymore. Hearing her speak about what is going on in her life makes a thousand percent it makes sense as to why she's not the Britney we remember, why she looks like she's half-assing it on the stage half the time. Her heart's not in it because how could it be? It's not her choice. The choreography's not her choice. The performances are not her choice. She's being enslaved against her will. It's crazy. Devastating. Yeah, yeah, Um I'm I'm a huge Britney fan too. I've seen two of her tours. I went to the circus tour and then I also went to the femme fatale tour. Um, and after she was talking in her, in this court hearing. And then also I remember Troy McGeady from Dunzo. He did like a Britney deep dive a long time ago. Um, and I remember he was talking about how they like forced her to go on tour and all this stuff. And obviously at the time and even not until I heard him talk about it, I wasn't even aware of any of that, that, um, that she was like, didn't want to be on tour or anything like that. So looking back on it, I'm like, shit, like I feel a little guilty for like Like going to her concerts, you know? Well, you, you didn't know because you would, when you heard rumors like that years ago, before the free Britney movement, before all of that, you would just go, she's a grown woman. If she doesn't want to tour, she can just say, no, I'm not going to tour. But mm-hmm. when you hear the intricacies of the contracts and the conservatorship, it makes sense that you don't have, she has no control over her rights, over her life in general. They said during the 
um, ABC News special that we were watching that in the court documents, it is said that she has no control over any aspect of her life, that the conservatorship even tells her who she can date and everything down to the color of her kitchen cabinets. That's insane. I don't understand the relevancy. It, it just doesn't make sense that you would want to control. And there's so many people involved. And why is no one speaking up and doing the right thing? You've got attorneys, you've got financial advisors, you've got nurses coming and medicating her. There's so many people involved and no one, not a single one of them is trying to do the right thing. Because they're making money off of it, right? Oh, it's heartbreaking. I, I feel like there's not enough money in the world that could force me to contribute and be a part of something so awful and not say something. There's just not enough money. It, it's awful. I know, awful. but I know, but people, money, money makes people evil, right? Like we, mm. we can say that all we want as people that don't have money. You know what I mean? Right. But, exactly. Yeah. It's easy to say, <laughs> but I mean, money makes people do some fucked up things and some Move evil things. Evil. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, her, her own family's doing it to her because of the money. I mean, I don't really see why else she seems, she seems stable enough to be able to be on her own with her boyfriend and right. have her regular visits with her two boys. Like, I'm actually surprised that the conservatorship has allowed her to date her boyfriend because the, let's see, yesterday on Instagram, he was wearing a free Britney t-shirt when he posted a photo. He has also spoken out about her father mm -hmm. on TMZ. So I actually find it shocking that the conservatorship has given the, her the okay to date him when he has done little things and spoken out against the conservatorship. Just kind of interesting. Do you think that they're in a legitimate I relationship? How, um, I mean, it sounded like it because she said she like, so they wanted to have a baby together. Yeah. Yeah. But and the, I she mean, just wants to yeah, ride I wonder. Yeah, I wonder like how often they actually like see each other or does he live with her? Like I don't know, I have so many more questions. Right. I don't think that they live together. I think she did make a comment that if she didn't go through with contractual ob obligations or shows or anything that she would be restricted from seeing him. It's almost like she's a 14-year-old in a very strict household. It's very abusive and scary. Um, I want to go through some of the bullet points. So this is a list. I will, you know, cite things where they're due from express.co.uk. And I totally agreed with their list. This is five things that we learned, basically five bombshells from her court appearance. Um, number one, she's been forced to take drugs against her will. Uh, that's very scary. That's very scary because in my opinion, and I believe as far as the law goes, the only time that you're supposed to be forced to take medication is when you are harmed to yourself or others. That's why some people will be put into the mental facility or can be committed against their will because they are a, they're a danger to themselves or others. Britney Spears does not seem to be in danger 
of herself or others. She doesn't seem suicidal. She seems like she's at her breaking point. But after years and years of abuse and control, but she doesn't seem like she's going to go kill herself. Being that she loves her children so much, I don't think that that would be a possibility. What did you think about I don't when think... you heard that she's being forced to take medication? Um, first of all, that really scared me when she said that they switched her medication to something completely stronger and um, they, they gave her, her lithium, lithium, I guess. Which is no joke. No joke. Right. It, it, it truly terrified me because the first thing that I thought of was Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, uh, God, I don't even know how, how awful everyone would feel if, you know, uh, Brittany ended up in that situation, but it's, it's super messed up, um, I've never like been medicated for anything like that. I'm very lucky in that way. So I don't know how it feels, Um, but it's just scary. Yeah, absolutely. And I've seen people on really intense medication before, and it is terrifying. It is like looking at a zombie. If you, you are at such a point where you are so medicated that you are falling asleep in your dinner plate. It is heartbreaking and terrifying. And I can totally understand why she would feel so afraid in that moment. They put her on the, they said that she had live-in nurses that were giving her her medication every day. Um, Different nurses coming in, changing the medication. I mean, awful. She wanted to do therapy at home. No reason why she shouldn't be able to. She's got 15 handlers in her home at any time, she should be able to have a psychiatrist or psychologist come into her home to do therapy there. But no, they were forcing her to go to a location where there's going to be tons of paparazzi and she would be photographed coming out of therapy, crying. I don't know. Have you ever gone to therapy before? Um, I... I haven't been since I was like a little kid, but the last time I actually did therapy as an adult, I did it um, virtually. So, okay. um, so done... I haven't been to like a therapist's office since I was a little kid okay. and my parents got divorced. Oh, see, that's hard. I, I started therapy during my divorce because it was so traumatic. I felt like I couldn't get through my days and when you're going to therapy and you're uncovering a lot of traumatic issues, it is very hard. And I cry every time I go to therapy, whether it's a good therapy session, whether I'm going through something, I cry every time. And when you go to therapy, they have a separate door for you to leave from so that it's private so that you're not going out the same door that another person is coming in in case you don't want to run into people. It's all about privacy. But with Britney Spears, she doesn't have the luxury of that. She goes to therapy. She's talking about, obviously, some deep, dark shit. And then she has to walk out the door and have 50 paparazzi photographing her coming out of therapy crying. That's just not fair. It's awful. They didn't even give her the option to do it in home or televisit. It's crazy. It is. It is. Um And, you know, a lot of celebrities, even though they say that they would like therapy, a lot of celebrities are afraid to even go to therapy. Um, I know Paris Hilton has talked about this before. She said that never, ever will she go see a therapist because 
she doesn't want like a tell-all book written about her. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, you know, they sign NDAs and whatnot, but people get around things. Um, So yeah, it's just, I don't, I don't get it. They're, I don't get why that they're making her go to that place instead of allowing her to even do like a Skype therapy session at the least. I think they just want to humiliate. I think that they've really been working very hard to keep the cash cow moving and they have to make her appear unstable in order to keep the conservatorship and keep the money flowing. And that sounded kind of like a crazy conspiracy, but now that you hear from her own words, it doesn't seem so crazy. And during the ABC news special, one of the anchors actually said to someone else, she said, um, conspiratorship, conspiratorship instead of conservatorship. And nobody caught it or said anything about it, but I thought that that was kind of a funny little slip because it kind of is. It's a conspiracy to keep her under their thumbs. It's just shocking and scary that something like this could happen to someone so powerful and so recognizable as Britney Spears. It really should scare everyone else all the little people, that something like this could happen to you and you have to stand up for it and make it right. Scary. One of the scariest things that I thought was the IUD part. Right. So, okay. So when I first heard the clip of her talking about that, it was almost like they forced her to get it. But then when I re-listened to the thing in full, she basically said that she had it and they won't, allow her to go see a doctor to get it removed. Mm -hmm. That's messed up. Why can't she go see a doctor? Right. She literally can't do anything on her own terms. Uh Uh-huh. And I mean, you know, in recent years, especially women's rights and women's reproductive rights has, has been another huge topic of conversation to think that a woman who is, I think she's 39 now or 40, to think that a woman who's still within her reproductive, you know, time frame cannot make the decision to have her IUD removed so that she can expand her family. It's absolutely heartbreaking because at this point, even if the judge does remove the conservatorship and she does relinquish, she does have control over her body and her choices again, it may be too late for her to have any more children. They have stolen her choice of having a child from her during her safe years of reproducing. Because after like 35, 36, your uh, birth defects and issues like that become so much more prevalent. That's why a lot of women want to have all their children by 35. They have stolen those years from her. It's, it's terrifying to think that someone can do that for you. Meanwhile, we have meth addicts and crackheads out there having babies all over the place. That's fine. But Britney Spears, who seems to be of sound mind to me and has all the money in the world to care for her children and loves her children, is being forced to keep her IUD and not allowed to get married and have kids. That should be terrifying to any woman on the planet. That is scary. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. There are a lot of people that I think probably could be okay with having an IUD that, that can't be removed. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, Britney Spears is not one of them. Does that make you 
afraid for women. That's ah, oh, for scary. sure, for sure. That's um, I don't. You you said everything perfectly. It's just such a messed up situation, and um, I hope that she gets her rights back soon. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Um, so we touched on this a little bit before when you said that you went to her concerts and now you kind of feel bad, but being forced to perform against your will, being threatened, uh, she said that her managers falsely reported to her therapist that she couldn't, she hadn't been taking her medication. And she said it was very threatening and scary. The people who did this to me should not be able to walk away so easily. She said that it made no sense that the conservatorship deemed her to be able to perform at the highest level of the entertainment industry, but she was unable to make basic life decisions or spend the money she is earning. Wow. Right. And back. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say she said something about how was I not cooperating when there's videos of me teaching the choreography to my dancers like she mm-hmm. also choreographed is that the right word the yes, show that's correct yeah and and I I've seen the videos of it of her teaching them mm-hmm. and she's she's super fucking talented and um yeah it's just so messed up and she was at her Vegas residency for a long time, right? Yeah, for a few years. I think three or four years she signed for. And yeah. then she was supposed to do another one, and then she didn't. Yeah, and I I wish she did. She talked about that just a tad. She was like, oh, they said I didn't have to do it. But remember that whole thing when she, like, walked on the stage and then she walked off when they were, like, yes. announcing it? I, I don't know. I want to know what the hell happened yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it was, there was this big thing. It was a big announcement of the next, the Dominion tour, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was supposed to come out and she was supposed to perform and speak and everything. And she, people were waiting for hours. They had everything set up. She came out, she walked down to the stage. She walked right off and got into a limo and left. And that's after that, she announced that she wouldn't be doing that concert anymore. So, I mean, when you look back on the concerts that you saw during this time of the conservatorship, did you feel like her heart wasn't in it? Did you, looking back, do you kind of feel like she just was kind of going through the moves? Um, no, I thought both concerts I saw her at were really, really, really great. Um, yeah. But I, but this was also like years ago, like the circus tour would have been in like, oh Yeah. Jeez, I don't even remember, like 2008 or 2009. And then the oh Femme Fatale gosh, tour was, wow. was like 2011. Um, okay. And like Nicki Minaj had just come out with her first album. She opened up for her. Um, but but I never got to see her at her Vegas residency. Unfortunately, I always wanted to. And I feel like that's kind of where people were talking about her not being as good as she was before people were Mm -hmm. making fun of her because she didn't even dance half the show and you know so I don't know so you saw her more early in the conservatorship and then Mm -hmm. you know I have seen a lot of a lot of videos and stuff I'm like man she just doesn't dance like she used to she just doesn't seem like she loves it anymore and then hearing everything that we heard in the court case yesterday, it makes so much sense. And 
like your how can your heart be in it if it's not your choice you're just being forced it's almost like um like a stage mom forcing her kid to perform because it was her dream as a child and how can you still be into it and love it if it's not what you want to do it's- I know it makes me wonder um if this never happened to her if she would be like retired if she would still be for be performing if she would have gone on tour as often as she did like all of her career moves like um I watched her when she was a judge on the X Factor that one season um you know every little things like that it makes me wonder how different her career would have been if this never happened oh yeah can you imagine I mean I I can't even just to think if she had had complete control over her life for the past 13 14 years I can't even imagine. Wow. Okay, so here is something that was very shocking. Well, not shocking, but heartbreaking. So one of the other things that we learned is she feels enslaved, abused, traumatized, and silenced. So some of the quotes, she said, this conservatorship is doing me more harm than good. I'm traumatized. I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry and I cry every day. She called the conservatorship abusive and that she can't live a full life. She said that she is not here to be anyone's slave and that the only similar thing to this is called sex trafficking. She said, I've lied and told the whole world I'm okay and I'm happy. I honestly don't think anyone would believe me. Um, when she compared it to sex trafficking, at first I was like, yeah, that's kind of, I don't know. But then she elaborated and she said, you know, in sex trafficking, you're put into a home. You are, your money is controlled. You can only go where you're told, do what you're told. Other people are handling you. No one lets you make your own decisions. And, you know, having been someone who's worked in the industry and seen those things, She's right. She's right. It's as if her dad is her pimp and he's pimping her out, making her perform and bring home all the money and give it to him. And he will give her some of allowance if that's okay and tell her where she can go and what she can do. That's exactly what a pimp relationship is. She was absolutely right in comparison. It may seem like an absurd absurd comparison to other people, but what did you think when you heard her say that? I agreed with her. Um, and also in that quote that you just read, um, her saying that she has been pretending the whole time that everything was okay. And that's one thing that I loved hearing her say was that I... I don't even want to do an interview. I just want people to hear this. And then she said, and I didn't know until right before that this was going to be recorded. And she's like, I'm glad, like, I'm happy that this is going to be out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it doesn't make me feel as bad for like listening to it because she, she wants it out there, you know? It's um, the only opportunity she's had to be honest and not have the repercussions. Oh my God. I know. I can't even, I don't know. I just can't even imagine making that kind of money and being 
having that kind of success, um, her level of fame is just absolutely insane. And to not have any of the benefits of it, like not being able to have any of your own money or control to go do whatever you want. Like she mentioned that she wants to go on vacation and they don't even like want her to be able to go on vacation with her boyfriend. Like that's insane. I can't imagine working so hard almost your entire life with barely any breaks and not being able to enjoy that success or the little things in life, just being able to take your kids to Disneyland or just do, I mean, you work so hard and you get nothing for it. You just have to dole it out to all of your handlers and be told where and when you can go. It's absolutely not okay. If she is so unable to care for herself that she needs a conservatorship, she you shouldn't be forcing her to make billion-dollar contract deals with resorts in Las Vegas. It's yep. absurd. Totally it's agree. So one of the quotes that really upset me was this. She said... So she's talking about the nurses coming in and monitoring her and putting her on the medication and everything. She said, not only did my family not do a goddamn thing, my dad was all for it. Anything that happened to me had to be approved by my dad. And my dad acted like he didn't know that I was told I had to be tested over the Christmas holidays before they sent me away. When my kids went home to Louisiana, he was the one who approved all of it. My whole family did nothing. She made another comment later on about her family saying that she should she wants to sue her whole family for doing nothing to help her. That honestly, I understood why she would say that about her dad because we all know that Britney Spears is not like her dad. He was not part of her life growing up. He only wanted to step in when he could control her money. Um, but I thought that she was still very close with her mother and her brother and her sister, Jamie Lynn, And so that's part of the reason why I wondered, does Brittany need this conservatorship? Because the people that she's been closest with in her life have not stepped in to change it. Her mother, her sister, her brother. So why is no one doing anything? And she straight up says, anybody that's involved in this should go to jail. I would like to sue my entire family for not helping me. That is why do you think that like her mother and her sister, at least the two of them haven't stepped in and done something or said something about this conservatorship? I don't think they're benefiting financially. What do you think they're, that is? Are her parents still together or are they divorced? No, they divorced. I think early two thousands they divorced and Jamie Spears had, you know, a notorious drinking problem was an alcoholic and everything. Okay. In my mind, her parents and Jessica Simpson's parents are like the same people. <laughs> um, it's but, just so strange to me because she was always so close with her mom and her sister. And I don't understand what's in it for them to not stand up for her. She said something that her mom treats her the same way that her dad does, but in a different way. She said she said something like that, that her mom like talks to her like she's stupid or something. Um, I I mean, I would just assume that they that everyone was financially benefiting 
um, off of her. Yeah, because she did also say, and considering my family has lived off of my conservatorship for 13 years, I won't be surprised if one of them has something to say going forward and say, we don't think this should end. We have to help her, especially if I get my fair turn exposing what they did to me. So that right there makes me think it's not just her dad. It's other people, too. And I know her brother went on a podcast um, this year to kind of talk about the conservatorship and everything when Free Britney was really getting some movement. And I listened to some of the podcast. I felt like he didn't really answer anything or really address anything. He kind of went around a lot of it, a lot of it. But the podcaster that he interviewed with is really not a huge podcaster. And I was just like, why are, why is Brian Spears, Britney Spears' brother, if you're going to talk, why aren't we talking to a news channel or Joe Rogan or somebody that is actually going to get this out? And why aren't you saying anything of substance? So that makes me think it was just for himself to get himself on a podcast. It's so strange. Yeah, it is. I I vaguely remember when that happened and everyone said the same thing that you did, that he didn't really speak on anything. Yeah, there was like, nothing of substance. It was random. He just avoided a lot of the questions. Right. My question is, how do the courts go about this to see if they're actually going to free her or not? Because... She said, I want to be, I want to end the conservatorship, but I don't want to be mentally evaluated anymore. But don't they have to do something like that to end it? And then she said that she's been doing research and she she saw other people got theirs ended without being mentally evaluated. So I don't know how they're going to go about that. Do you? I did think it was... I did think it was interesting that she said a few times she wanted to end it without any more valuations. That seemed a little strange to me because I feel like if you know you're mentally a-okay, and that's the easiest way to get you out of this conservatorship, wouldn't you say, do my one final mental evaluation, you will see that I am fine, that I'm fully capable of caring for myself and my finances, and then I want out of this conservatorship. So I did think it was strange that a few times she said she does not want any more evaluations. That makes me think that maybe she thinks maybe her evaluations are not coming back that she is completely capable. And so maybe that's why she's trying to get around it. Is that kind of the feeling that you got? Did you pick up on that? Her mentioning it a few times? Yeah. Yeah, I did for sure. Because I'm just thinking like, they're going to have to mentally evaluate. The courts are going to want some sort of proof, physical proof that you're Mm -hmm. okay if they're going to release you into the wild on your own, you know? Um, I don't know, though. Like, she seemed perfectly fine in this. She seemed nervous to me. Um, yes, I was going to say that. She was talking quickly, but I don't think that that's a manic thing. I think she was just nervous and ex- like, you know, the adrenaline of wanting to get everything out that you want to say. I, I agree with you. I don't think it was 
a mental issue. No, no, it was, it, it was definitely more like nerves, but that's the thing too. It's like, we can all say that she sounded like great and that she should be on her own. I mean, obviously what they're doing to her is completely fucked up, but is there something a little wrong with her that she can't, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's so, it's so, I don't know. (laughs) That's also, see, that's something that I was thinking about too. And Ryan and I were watching this together or the um, ABC coverage where they were talking about that. And Ryan was like, who cares if she wants to blow all her money, let her blow all her money. I mean, think about like MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice and all those like 80s rappers and stuff like that who all went bankrupt and owed the IRS a shit ton of money and stuff. Nobody stepped into their life and took control of their finances and their lives and told them what to do for two decades. They just, whatever, if you want to blow all your money If you want to make questionable decisions, you're a human being, you're an adult, you can make your decisions. Even if we think they're bad decisions, you have the right to make them. What's unless there's some real serious mental illness with her, which there doesn't seem to be, then why is it anyone's business what she does with her money or her life if she performs, if she doesn't? Why does someone need to run that for her? Who cares? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I don't know if <laughs> this is a stupid question, but how did the how did this all start? Like, how did the conservatorship start? Did she sign off on it originally to say, like, yes, I need help, and it just became out of control, or did the court did her court dad ordered. take that? Okay, so her dad took it to court, and the court was like, "This mm-hmm. is going to happen." So she never had a say in it ever, right? And this was back in like 2008. So this was right after she shaved her head and took an umbrella to a paparazzi's car. And, you know, looking at that time when you saw those things happening, yes, you went, oh, Brittany's going crazy. She's crazy. Somebody needs to step in. But I have always believed and I have a friend that was close at the time with Kevin Federline. And my thought always was that Brittany shaved her head because she was on drugs and they were drug testing her. And so she had to get rid of her hair. It was a hair sample. So that was always a big thought of mine that she didn't just go crazy and shave her head. She was about to get her her drug test done where she could lose her children. And so she had to get rid of her hair. So I truly believe that that's why that happened. I completely understand why she would take an umbrella to a paparazzi's car. I can't imagine what it was like for her in those years at the height of TMZ and blogging where you literally couldn't go anywhere or do anything without... 500 flashbulbs in your face. Who could who could stand to live like that? I think she just got to a breaking point and she had this breakdown and unfortunately it was in front of the whole world and that painted her to be crazy and from then until now that's how she's been treated. And it's totally unfair because if y'all saw me 
during my divorce when I was um, circling the parking lot of the chick my husband was banging uh, and doing all kinds of crazy shit like that. You'd still call me crazy and want to have a conservatorship over me, but I just had a moment, okay? I don't have to live like that forever. It was a moment. And Brittany should be able to have her moment too. She just did it in front of the whole world. Right. I I agree with you. I remember when all that happened and then, because um, I think the Blackout album came out in 2007, if I'm... Which is one of my all-time favorite Britney Spears albums. Right. And that was when she Love had it. the black hair and that was her Give Me More was like her big yeah. comeback. And then do you remember when she performed it at the VMAs and everyone was like, oh my God, she's so fat. And if you go yeah. back and you look at the video of her, you're like, she looks so good. Like, she yeah. looks fine. Like she was, you could, she still had abs. You could still see abs, but everyone's saying like she's a fat slob, which... I guess in comparison to what she looked like before, maybe there was a, a big difference there. But no, she was not fat. And everyone just said she was crazy and treated her like she was a psycho. It's not fair. No. And that paparazzi who she um, hit his car with the umbrella, he deserved it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They all deserved it. They were relentless. Those paparazzi, they ended up having to make laws in California because they were so relentless. They were chasing down people with their children. I mean, awful, scary, very scary. Um, She said, she also said, well, I love when she kept saying that anyone involved in this should be in jail. That is a powerful thing to say. Anyone involved in everything that is happening to me should be in jail. I agree with her from what I've heard, from what she said. These are a, mm-hmm. a lot, there's a lot of people planning and enslaving someone who doesn't really need to be enslaved. Nobody should, obviously, but she said she is forced to go to rehab against her will. She had to pay $60,000 a month, I think, is what she said. And she cried, quote, cried on the phone for an hour and he loved every minute of it. Anything that happened to me had to be approved by my dad. My dad and anyone involved in this conservatorship, including my management, they should be in jail. And that's a pretty powerful thing to say. And she seriously sounded like she believed that her father enjoys torturing her, which is very scary in itself as well. Yeah, he probably likes having that power. To think of, to think that someone who is your father, like your father, your family member, who should have their be, have your best interests in mind, and that they enjoy torturing you, is so sick and twisted and awful. And whether that's true or not, whether they take away the conservatorship as a whole or not, even if they keep it in place in some capacity. She should have the right to say, I don't want anyone in my family involved in the control of my life and my conservatorship. What's wrong with that? It should be someone she chooses or a third party or someone completely removed. But she should have every right to deny her family and her father the chance of controlling her life. That blows my mind. I I totally agree with that. And my question is, didn't 
her dad get taken off of it a couple months, like a year ago or something now? Didn't. So I guess they took him off. So he's in, he was in complete control of the finances and then they brought someone else in and then he stepped down, but he's still a co-advisor of the finances. I think that someone else has more control over them, but he still has a say, but he doesn't have a hundred percent like he used to before. But I just feel like, why does he need to be in control of her finances at all? Let's find a third party that's unbiased, that just wants what's best for her. There's got to be good people in that industry somewhere. It, I mean, it yeah, sense. you would think. Um, oh, God, I just can't even imagine living my life like that, you know? And then mm-hmm. when you go outside, everyone knows who you are on top of that, that you know, like most celebrities, they have that everywhere they go. Um, like, you know, the Kardashians talked about that in their reunion, that the one thing they miss is just being able to go to the grocery store or the gas station and not have every single person know who you are. But they get to go home and sit inside their homes and live however they want to live behind closed doors and have their privacy right. and their luxury. And Poor Brittany, who probably deserves it more than anyone. She's been freaking blessing this world with amazing music for the past however many years, a lot. Yeah. And she doesn't even get that. So it's uh it's sad. It's awful. I, I'm really interested in seeing what happens going forward with this. I'm excited to I really hope that the judge can at least have the whole situation reevaluated. Don't just push her off. Don't just sweep this away. I, I think that there's enough eyes on this and enough passion about this that the judge will not be able to sweep this under the rug. I think that they're going to be forced to really address this. And I'm really, really hoping that the entire situation can be reevaluated. And if nothing else, she should be able to do her own research and choose a financial advisor and choose a conservator that is not, that's removed from her family. But I do really want to know. She seemed, she said she wants to sue her whole family. So that definitely makes me believe that she is not on good terms with her mother, her sister, or her brother, and it's not just her dad. So I am really dying to know why they haven't, that's the number one question in my head. Why haven't they stepped in? Why haven't they done anything? And is anyone going to have to answer for this? I honestly think that if she gets off of this, and this is best case scenario for her and for us as people who are interested in this and worst case scenario for her family. I think that if she gets off, she's going to write some sort of like book about it or, or do like juiciest tell all ever. Right. I think she'll either write a tell all or, and, or she'll do like, you know, one of those like hour long Oprah specials. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, yeah, she'd, she'd do something where she'd get paid like millions and millions of dollars for her story 
um, which she deserves. But oh my God, that would be a great tell-all. I would love to read that. Right. And she, I think that the, since the documentary came out about her and, um, you know, since social media has kind of blown up with all of this, I think it gave her the courage to be like, to speak up about it because she even said something right. in the hearing, like I watched that Paris Hilton documentary and I didn't believe it at all. And then I thought, okay, I don't want to speak up because no one's going to believe me, you know? Um, so, but I think that after now she realizes how, how many fans she has and how people are like behind her and support her and mm -hmm. people don't think she's crazy. Like, you know, because that must mentally traumatize you from all the years past of every single fucking person in the world thinking you're crazy. Um, so I think it's given her the yeah. courage to talk about it. And um, I, you know, I hope she gets off and I want to hear more. <laughs> I, I think the free, so I kind of thought about this from her point of view when it comes to the free Britney movement. I bet that that movement helped her so much to want to speak out about this. So can you imagine being locked away? Yes, she has a multi-million dollar home and ooh, poor Brittany living in her mansion. It's not just about that. I'm sure she'd rather live in an apartment than in her multi-million dollar mansion, but have control of her life. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, that money doesn't buy happiness thing. Um, but I can imagine her being in her home and feeling like no one cares and everyone thinks I'm crazy and I can't control my life and I can't control my finances and all of that. And then seeing this free Britney movement rise up and seeing how passionate people are about it and how people are on the streets and people are on social media and they're like, we love you, Britney. We want you free. We want you to have your own life. Can you imagine how amazing that made her feel to know that after all these years, people love her and care about her enough that they're willing to fight for her, for someone they don't even know? I think that the Free Britney movement was a huge reason why she create, like she requested this court meeting and why she was able to speak out in her defense. Yeah. I think it was huge. A thousand percent. Do you think that... If she gets off of it and she gets to live her life on her own terms, do you think that she'll do a Vegas residency again? Do you think she'll go on tour again? Do you think she'll make another album? Or do you think that she's just going to be done with uh, entertaining? I don't think she'll be done with it because I think she loves it. And she's had enough time sitting around in her house alone. So I think she would probably tour so that she could just be on the bus and have her kids with her and go all over the world and see all the places that she hasn't been able to see and do the things she hasn't been able to do for the past year, like, you know, 10, 12 years. Um, I think she would tour. What do you think she would do? Uh, I mean, I hope she would. I mean, I, I, like I said, I felt guilty for going before, but I wouldn't if she was off of this. Um, right. And, you know, she's she's not a singer, but she definitely puts on like absolutely incredible concerts. Like to this day, right. the circus tour was definitely like one of the top five best concerts I've ever seen. It was so good. 
So remember when she did that HBO concert and she was like in the cowboy hat and the like diamond outfit and the water was raining down. I'll never forget that. And she, the promos were like her in Elvis um, outfits and stuff. I think it was done at MGM in Vegas, but it was an HBO special. She's just so iconic. I know. I think that if she were to be released from this conservatorship and have her life back, I bet she would make new music. She would probably design a whole new tour, all new choreography. And I think she'd like hit the road. I think she's probably really tired of being cooped up in the same place for an extended period of time. Like we all are because of COVID, but you know, on a bigger scale. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And didn't her son, I think that her dad hit one of her sons. And so I think the son had a a restraining order against him or something. Whoa. Yeah. You didn't hear that? I think, so one of her sons, I think it was Jaden, maybe he had a TikTok account and someone, he was live or something. And someone was like, what do you think about your dad or your grandpa or your grandpa's a dick? And he was like, yeah, my grandpa is a dick. And there was something (laughs) that went down. Jamie Spears. How old are her kids now? Um, they're teenagers. Vanessa is going to be 14 and her kids are older than her. So I would say 15, 16. God, that's crazy, isn't it? That's so crazy. So, okay. So 2019, Britney Spears' father was allegedly so enraged during argument with his 13 year old grandson. So this was in 2019. So yeah, 15. Um, Sean. He broke down a door to get to the young boy, and the incident has sparked a child abuse investigation. He flew off the handle. The boy became so scared of his grandfather's reaction that he ran to his room and locked the door. He broke down the bedroom door, and once he got his hands on the boy, he allegedly violently shook the teenager. I bet K-Fed was pissed. Yeah, so child abuse. Yeah, that was 2019, and this is all... um, according to the blast.com. But yeah, so he's not a good guy. And it's been proven in years and years of, uh, of issues. So, you know, free Britney, free Britney, if, if you can find it, because apparently it's super hard to find now. I used to have it on DVD, but the MTV for the record special, it was right when she was um, coming out with the circus album And I just, I remember her going shopping and all this stuff. And there is a moment where she kind of breaks down and she's like, it's like people hear me, but no one is like listening. Oh my gosh. So here's a still from that. I will never forget this. Right. Yep. The moment. My heart, like my heart, I just feel emotional just seeing that photo because I remember her doing that, having that breakdown. And that was 2008. That was only the first year of the conservatorship. And here we are, you know, 12, 11, 13 years later, she was that heartbroken at that point, And she's just been through so much. I, I want to hug her. I feel emotional right now. I can't I imagine. Ugh. I know. 
And I just remember in that special too, there at the very end of it, there was a moment where they kind of drove her off into like the middle of nowhere. And, um, God, what? <laughs> and, uh, they, they, they let her just drive a car and she was just so happy to just be able to drive a car. Cause she hadn't driven herself in years. It's like, God, imagine having that much money and like being able to literally afford any car you want and whatever, and not even having the, not even being allowed to just get into a car and drive. I don't know. You work your ass off for decades. You distribute all the money to your handlers. They live the life they've dreamed of on your money and you're not allowed to do anything. Yep. God damn. It is a I I am hoping that people really rise up about this and I have a feeling it's going to be all anyone can talk about for a while and I am just crossing my fingers that we hear some really good news about her. When is there supposed to be uh like a verdict or more news about it, do you know? Um I haven't seen anything yet. We'll look up update right now. As all I'm seeing right now is just the information about what happened yesterday. I don't know what the court will do from now going forward. Right. Hmm. There has to be, I'm assuming there's going to be some kind of evaluation. They're probably going to require a medical evaluation or something. I'm not sure. But I'm sure that we will hear all about it as soon as it happens. We will keep you guys updated, definitely. Keep you in the know on whatever we know. Um, Free Britney. Don't enslave human beings. Duh. Don't be an asshole. You got anything else to say, Justine? Um... Well, I've been seeing on TikTok, people are like, you know, a few of her songs have like darker meanings now, like overprotected and I'm a slave for you. Um, even though this those songs were before, it's still kind of like a darker meaning to them. And yeah. there was a TikTok that I saw and God, I don't know who it was because I don't think I saved it. I just went by it, but it was so funny and they had a Britney Spears party. So every person had to dress up as a different version of Britney. And one girl was like the circus, like the ringleader. One girl was that the I'm so a slave fun. for you with the snake. One was the oops, I did it again with the red suit. And then one girl was even the shaved head Britney. <laughs> she had the hoodie on and the uh, umbrella. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That is so fun. I would love that. I like seeing those TikToks. And I also like the ones where it's like dress up like your significant other. And mm-hmm. so the guys come in like dresses and the girls come with mustaches and stuff. I love that too. I love TikTok. <laughs> I will waste my whole life on TikTok. I know. Same. There, it was so funny because like the other day I was just like smoking a little bit of weed and just, you know, you pick it up to look at it for two seconds and then like an hour right. goes by. And then it yeah. was so funny because one TikTok that came up was like, do you ever just get high and spend your whole day on TikTok? <laughs> and I'm like, that's literally what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I always, yeah, like you said, I pick it up and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to watch for like five minutes while whatever is happening. And then before I know it, the guy's like, stop, you've been scrolling for way too long. And I'm like, 
fuck you. And I keep scrolling. I'm like, I'll scroll as long as I want to. What do you think this is? Yeah. It's so addicting. It's horrible. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. Um, And and it's bad for like the intention. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Yay. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. I love having you on. It's fun recording and it gave us a reason to put some makeup on and brush our hair. So we appreciate that. (laughs) We hope that you guys enjoy it because usually I got like nothing on here. I don't even, I even put a bra on, like feel special people enjoy the show. (laughs) (laughs) But tell everybody where they can find you, Justine. You can listen to my podcast everywhere that you find podcasts. It's called Did I Make That Up? A Shore podcast. And right now I'm starting to cover Floribama Shore from the beginning. And Yay. Julie's been on there a bunch and she's going to come on again for this season, I hope. so. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I love Floribama Shore. It'll be fun to go back and watch the beginning of it. So I'm excited for that. Yes. And you guys can find me. Uh, my podcast is called Resting Bitch Face. You can find me on Instagram at Resting Bitch Pod and TikTok as well. And uh, thank you for listening and watching and we will see you guys later. Bye. Bye.